A very good morning to you, dear friends, partners, and uh, co-travelers on this journey of life. This morning, I want to specially and profoundly express my gratitude to every one of you from far and nigh who felicitated with me yesterday on my birthday, those who sent words of prayer, those who called, those who did one thing or the other in order to make yesterday eventful. I want to appreciate your love, your passionate prayers, goodwill messages. I, I, I want to sincerely express my gratitude unto everyone, senior friends, colleagues, brothers and sisters from far and nigh. Uh, one has gone this far in life, not isolated from the various contributions of individuals I have met along this journey, some recently, some for years. I want to say a big, big thank you to you. I lack words to express my gratitude, but I know God will help me to show you kindness, to reward every one of us. My co-workers in ministry, pastors, and you know, friends, neighbors, every one of you, I want to say a big thank you. I pray that in your journey of life, you will never be alone. And at every point in life, help us, love us, will never be lacking around you. In the mighty name of Jesus, all of the prayers you prayed for me, your goodwill towards me, I pray in multiple returns, the Lord will do so for you too. In the name of Jesus, I want to appreciate you and also appreciate my wife who has been a tremendous blessing to me all of these years, all my children, biological. I want to appreciate you, spiritual children. I want to appreciate you. I, I believe your diverse contributions have contributed to whatever level of attainment or success one has had today and uh, I never take any for granted. I want to thank all my spiritual fathers who at one time or the other God has used to impart my life. I, I appreciate various ministers of the gospel across denominations who have also given me opportunity of assessing their pupils, you know, in order to be a blessing to the body of Christ. Every one of you have at one time or the other made a difference in this journey of life. I appreciate my parents, biological parents, my late dad who, who, who labored so much of my life to give my life a direction, a meaning. Uh, my mother, I want to appreciate you. Thank you, everyone, my siblings. May the God of heaven reward every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. 
uh, as we continue to journey together, I solicit for your prayers uh, greater involvement, and I believe the Lord God of heaven will reward every one of us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Uh, in uh, discussion this morning, uh, we have been talking about uh, living above the limitations of life. And uh, this morning, I want to, you know, bring this word as it came to me, that it takes a process, all right? Becoming that man of your dream, that great man, that enviable person that you were created to be and revealed to you at one time or the other, it will take a process. And um, I take that one from the book of Judges, chapter 11, verse 4. The Bible says concerning uh, Jephthah that it came to pass in the process of time that the children of Ammon made war with Israel. It came to pass in the process of time. All right? In our yesterday's discussion, or even at the beginning in verse 1, uh, we read uh, about Jephthah. Judges chapter 11, in verse 1, the Bible says, Now Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty man. Look at the English. Now Jephthah the Gileadite was. How do you combine now and was together? That is the Bible for you. Now, he said, now Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty man of valor, and he was the son of an harlot, and Gilead begat Jephthah. I did mention the fact that this is one of the stories that started from the conclusion, and then you go back to introduction. The conclusion of the story of Jephthah was that he was a mighty man. All right? Uh, a translation says that he was a great man. Though his genesis showed that he was born a bastard. He was the son of an harlot. So if he was a bastard, how did Jephthah, a bastard, an outcast, the one that was trusted out by his stepbrothers, how did he become such an acknowledged mighty man? Precisely, Jephthah did not become a mighty man that was sought after. All right? He didn't become a sudden great man, a deliverer, and the king over the entire land of Gilead. He didn't become that overnight, but that was what he became. He became a sought after. He became a deliverer. He died as a king. We will later see all of these in our discussion. But the Bible says that it was so. When the children of Ammon, in verse 5, when the children of Ammon made war against Israel, the elders of Gilead went to fetch Jephthah 
out of the land of Tor. And they said unto Jephthah, Come and be our captain, that we may fight with the children of Ammon. I saw something that I consider worthy of note in that verse 4, that it came to pass in the process of time. The transition of this man from being an outcast to becoming a sought after took place in the process of time. There are two things here, the word process and the second one, time. I look at dictionary, it says process is a series of steps and actions taken in order to achieve a thing. The means, methods, practice, system, or techniques of achieving an end. That is process. All right? It's a series of steps, of actions. It's not an event that just took place. And I say to myself that success in life is not a sudden event, but the end product of a series of events or practices. Greatness is not a sudden manifestation. It is the cumulative result of a series of meticulous efforts. This indicates that enviable achievement in life comes at a price and in the process of time. This is different from the beliefs and the expectations of many today that by wishing and just confessing success and greatness, one can just suddenly wake up and find oneself on the throne just by confessing. Joseph's greatness, for example, was first manifested to him in a dream. He saw himself in a dream. His brothers were bowing to him in the dream. When he woke up, I believe he was still the real young little Joseph. In his father's house, nobody was prostrating to him. God only showed him the end. But he wasn't shown the process. The means and the series of steps to be taken in order to become the great Joseph that he saw in his dream was going to be determined by God and his responses to the events that will come his way. You know, many people, believers in particular today, have this belief that by prayer and possibly by being anointed with oil by a man of God, they will sit in their houses doing nothing but believing, and then someone will wake up somewhere and announce that they have been given a special seat in the parliament. Beloved, it just will not happen that way. I believe in miracles, but miracles happen when God imputes his supernatural power, ability, or favor into a man's natural responsibility. You know, I've always been saying it, that possibilities in life 
is equal to God's ability plus man's responsibility. There is always something you are to do that will lead into the future that you are waiting for. There is always a partnership, an involvement of man in the process of working a miracle. Take, for example, if you look at 1 Samuel chapter 1, from verse 12 to 19, you remember her sister Anna was praying. I mean, she was barren and she was troubled. She went to Shiloh as she has been going before. That was the first thing I saw there. She had always been going to Shiloh. She didn't allow the situation to keep her at home, mourning and weeping. No, she was going to God's house. But this time around, she did what she has never been doing before. She stayed back and prayed on her own. She was traveling, groaning in pain in the place of prayer. That even Eli, the priest, was thinking that she was, she was drunk early in the morning. But you know, she said, no, I'm not drunk, man of God. I'm only pouring out the bitterness of my heart. And the man of God said that the Lord hear all that he has, she has been praying. He said, in verse 17, he said, Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. Beloved, she went her way. The Bible says she ate, and her container was no more sad. In verse 19, the Bible says, And they rose up in the morning early, and worshipped before the Lord, and returned, and came to their house to Ramah. And Elkanah knew Anna's wife, and the Lord remembered her. Can you see the involvement there? Elkanah knew Anna's wife, and God remember. Now, there was something they did that brought the actualization of the prophetic pronouncement of the man of God. God could have wished to do that for them. But if she kept crying in her room, isolated herself from her husband, and all that weeping and money, excuse me, Samuel would never have manifested. But she took a step. And Naaman, oh, the man of God said, go to Jordan, go and dip yourself in that river seven times, and then you'll be all right. And the Bible says he was angry. He said, I thought he would come down. He would do something. He would touch me. He would do this. The man of God said, go to the river. Angel will not carry you there. You have to go yourself. You have to take steps, dip yourself in it several times. Can you see the process? Now, if he had refused to go there, he would have died leprous. But he did that. And God healed him. Even the man that was healed in John chapter 5 at the pool of Bethesda, can you remember? Oh, the Bible says, each season an angel comes and stirs up the water. Whosoever jumps into it, that is, that is their own responsibility. God's responsibility is to stir the water. And the man's responsibility is to jump inside. Whosoever did that is healed. Even that man who had been sick for 38 years, he didn't just get healing by doing nothing. Jesus said, come on, arise, take thy bed and go home. He did that. And the miracle happened. What God told you is true. And it will come to pass.
Beloved, there is something God wants you to do. I'm going to press a little further tomorrow morning. There is a process. There is something you are to do in order to, you know, give room for God to do what he wants to do. It will take a process. Are you in that process? Don't be discouraged. Follow through. And the God of heaven will visit you in Jesus' name. God bless you. Once again, I appreciate every one of you. I am your brother and friend, Sunday, where your day is blessed in Jesus' name.